spoken name. He lurked in the shadows, waiting and hoping she wouldn't take a different room. This was her usual room. He knew that. He knew her. Ghost of Me, the new book by Amanda Steele, can be found at Amazon, Kobo, Waterstones and many, many other Hi guys, it's Andy N. Thanks today for downloading or streaming yet another episode of Spoken Label. As you may or may not be aware, Spoken Label was started in the beginning of 2006. And currently we have well over 150 sessions recorded and sent. Although you can find it on various networks, the full archive is available for streaming and downloading at Spoken label full stop bandcamp.com. It is a free download or free stream in there. But obviously, if you feel like chucking me a few pennies that way, it'd be eternally grateful to help me keep this podcast going and keep improving my equipment, etc. Enjoy. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Hi guys, Andy N. Spoken label back in the house again on Zoom tonight. Now this is going to be a bit fun tonight because the young lady I've got on Zoom with me, she interviewed me last week. Or oh, it may not go out in concurrent terms. So I did Tyra and she interviewed me on her podcast herself. So we're going to do a swap tonight. So I can ask her all these hard, difficult questions that she put, did to me last week. So, <laughs> so do you want to introduce yourself to everybody first of all? Tell who you are and where all your writing originally came from, what area you were brought up in, etc. And we'll start from there. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, as Andy said, um, I'm Tyra Raymond and um, I'm a poet um, and a performer based in Leeds. Um, I'm also an outreach support worker. Um, I started writing poetry when I was 14, but never shared it until the end of 2018 um, mm-hmm. when I started performing. Um, and since then, I've done two books and now I um, host a podcast as well. Yeah. Now what one- what you're learning about is obviously it's always something interesting to learn about you sharing your poetry for the first time. I think I was about the same age when I started, and it took me a good few years to have the courage to do it. And was it like that sort of thing for yourself? And what what made you want to start sharing it? I think it was just before that, um, I was just busy with um, you know, uh, well, school and then um. You know, doing my A levels, and then uh, I worked for a year, then went to uni, and then worked, and it was just kind of like I never had time um, to actually think about any bigger ambitions, um, anything creative. I always wanted to publish a book, even since I was sixteen. I remember doing a draft, and then just it was just like finding your place, really. It was just, and then I went through a tough experience um, in what year was it? About four or five years ago, and that's when I just felt really powerful and thought it's about time I did something for myself, something creative and something that's going to excite me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I think that's the best way of looking. It's, everything comes at the that right time in your life, doesn't it? So what drew you then to going to open night nights? You said you started at the end of 2018, didn't you? Yes. Um, well, I was just kind of looking online to see ways of sharing poetry and I never knew anyone. I didn't even know what spoken word was. I didn't even know this world existed. Um, and then I just kind of searched local poetry events where I could kind of maybe go and see what other people are doing. Um, and when it, when I read on there uh, that, you know, you can read a poem, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not doing that. Um, and it was Matt Abbott, actually, who uh, was the first person that I kind of found online. 
and he was doing an event at Seven Arts um, and then I asked if I could perform and he said that's fine and then I went on the open mic and um, yeah really shy on the first day when I did it and uh, yeah that was the first instant and he was my kind of first inspiration because he was just so active in what he was doing and since then I just went to another one then another one and then another one <laughs> it's like the book bit you didn't then so I think it, when, it, when it grabs you it doesn't stop yeah. and I like it's like 12 years later it's the same <laughs> it just doesn't stop there's always places yeah. you want to go to and the people you want to meet except for herself what was your first experience like were you did you find you got a stadium again oh my goodness what have I done here <laughs> I, I was like an hour before and took two friends with me so they were really really supportive and I kind of did a bit of a practice with them and I just heard all these thoughts in my head thinking you know I've been writing for so long but I've never actually shared it publicly what are people going to think are people going to like it um, and I was really nervous but I think when I got on, got on stage I just felt confident because I knew that my poem's in front of me I'm going to read it and then Matt Abbott's feedback was just that just kind of boosted me because he was like that's amazing and you know he gave he said some really kind words which you don't know what to expect do you first time reading your poem in public no you don't it's the first time when you've done it if if it's a good experience you want to do it again and again i know when first okay. i did it i did it yeah you know, i did it in the festival <laughs> would you believe it, about 400 people that was terrifying but yeah afterwards i got off stage and i thought yeah i could do this again i kept doing yeah. it until the a lot of it then is when you get the first time out of the way, it's building your confidence up to keep wanting to do it again and again. And it's it's a good it's a habit you get into really, isn't it? So and yeah. I think you see at the moment you do it, the work you're doing, and I don't want to go into tons on this side, but you work when you're doing like the work in an outreach worker at the moment, you've got to be used to talking to people all the time. And it's yeah. I think it's not too dissimilar a skill, is it really? So like yeah. you're you're just dressing more people, aren't you? So it's yeah, definitely. Little stuff now. Obviously, not long after then, you've done your first book, didn't you? Mirage yeah. to Reality. So when did that come out? That book? Uh, April 2019. So yeah, last year, like nearly a year ago, just above a year now. Mm. Wow. Now, how long did it take to write that book? Then was it quite a quick book to write? Was it? It consists of poems that were written like um, 12, 13 years ago, um, and more recent ones, and just a mixture really of describing mm. the whole journey so that's what i like about it that it's got poems in there from a long time like 2007 2008 2009 2011 wow, wow. yeah so the, the size of your archive then must have been absolutely crazy trying to pick out all the pieces trying to get, get it right yourself yeah. isn't it oh grief i mm. remember did my first book mine was fairly straightforward i knew i wasn't going all along in your case it must you must have had a what hundreds of poems to probably go through them, didn't you about them? Yeah, well, it's got 28 poems in it altogether, so I had to be kind of selective because it's not just a book, it basically ends with some inspirational quotes, and in the in between, there's like sentences that carry the person through the journey, so it's like kind of like a mini translation of the poem, and then the journey of life when you're going on to the next poem and how people can resonate with it. So I didn't want to put too much poems in the book, so, yeah. I think sometimes... That's what I've always enjoyed. Less is less is better sometimes. Anyway, because I've seen a number of people go along and bring out two hundred page books of poetry, the first collection. And I'm thinking it's way too much. Yeah, if you do yeah. like, if you space out like you have done, where you've done it, it'd be a better book for people to read. I think definitely that one. Yeah. So, did you bring the book out self-published or was it was it for a publisher that one? 
I did it through self-publishing because I didn't want anything to change. Um, I was quite stubborn and I was just like, you know, this is a really personal story and I don't want anything, not even a word, to be changed. I need it to be my style and everything. Um, and one of my great friends, she did the foreword um, because she knows me really well and obviously she knows me throughout the poetry journey too because she gave me some advice and she really kind of supported me as well. So it was only fair to have her to do the foreword. Um, and I had a bit of a deadline, so believe it or not, I got the book done in five weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> got some going, that one. <laughs> well done. Just went after work to the library, did whatever I could, just stayed up at night, and just when you know you've got to get it done, you will get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you know, so I think some people always work better when they put themselves under pressure, don't they? So, yeah, and that's clear. Yeah. It all makes sense completely. So, now obviously after that then, I know you've been busy, haven't you? So, your second book's come out now as well, hasn't it? So, was yeah. that, and tell us about your second book then, because that came out last year, wasn't it? Um, the second one came out literally this month. <laughs> oh, this month? <laughs> I thought it was back last year, oh my, good grief. So yes, basically yeah. you've done two in about a year then, haven't you? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, yeah. so tell us a bit more about the second book then, and how does it compare to the first book? Yeah, so the second one's called Inspirational Quotes from the Journey of Reality. So it's like a continuation of the first book. So Mirage is to reality. And then when I boarded on reality, that book was about compiling all the content that I had um, written, um, like posted on social media, made into little excerpts, quotes, just to demonstrate that this is, these were my thoughts and experiences and philosophy when I was, philosophies, um, when I was on, on the journey of reality, which mm. is like the awakening, um, which is when you're developing yourself, you're happier. and and then obviously to inspire others as well. Um, and it came with the podcast because I thought if I'm going to do the podcast, it'd be good to kind of give people something for free as well um, to inspire them. And during this time as well um, that we're going through, I just thought it's a nice gesture. Yeah, I think so. We are with a podcast. So that the way it is at the minute, so obviously lockdown on. It's a good way yeah. of communication, isn't it? So no, I agree. Yeah. That's why I love doing them at the moment. You, you, people need to be heard. So, yeah. so how many episodes have you done in your podcast so far? And I know we my my episodes pending, should we say, and that this one will be so. So, how did you find the people you want to speak to? Then, did you have, did you just find adverts around you, or do you have people you want to speak to? It's funny because when I started the podcast, I wasn't going to do any interviews because um, uh, I just thought you know it's going to be like when I go to an event and perform, this will be an audio version of it. So if somebody can't come and see me perform then uh, people can kind of turn to the podcast it's like a, a remote way of doing it oh, yeah, um, yeah. and I was, I was interested in doing the interviews but then I was thinking to myself I've got a lot on and how am I going to fit this into my schedule I need to be realistic I don't want to start it and then regret and I want to put my all in it um, and then it's funny because the people that I wanted to approach um, and I've still got that list um, to you know be interviewed they're just at the back and I don't know when I'm going to get around to them because just sharing it on Facebook and groups, I didn't even have to run any ads or anything. People just kind of came forward and they were just so eager to share it inspirational because it was about inviting people to share an inspirational story. Yeah, and the story of the life, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I thought it's because people have got so much inspiration to share, so many different stories, and I thought, this is brilliant. Now, um, obviously, I have my own um, episode, so I don't do an interview episode every week. I'll do a few interview interview free ones. It'll be like a sequence of one of my poems or like an article that I've written. I'll read it out and just elaborate on it. So, yeah. Oh, that's a great, a great idea. The way you put it, Plunder, like, it's very got all the time. 
It's a, it's a reflection of you as a personality. Like in yeah. my case, I do four different podcasts. So it's like, in my case, just, I just do all kinds of things, and people know what I'm like when I'm catastrophic in nature. So, you know, when I get excited, I'll put stuff on it, certainly. So, uh, obviously, like, um, the last um you were talking about off mic to me before as well. That yeah. You mentioned before about you were going to do a show, weren't you? And obviously, with lockdown now on, that's yeah. obviously caused a bit of havoc, really, hasn't it, for you? Yeah. Now, tell yeah. me about what the plans of the show was, and, yeah. and, and we can see, how you obviously, two others judge what's going to happen next at the moment with it. Mm. The show is going to be like an extended version of, uh, like, when I'm doing a longer set, so like if I'm headlining, I'll have like a 30-minute set or a 15-minute set. Um, the show was going to be an extended version of Mirage's to Reality, so it's like a sequence of, at the minute, it's like 13 to 14 poems. Um, and it was going to be like a full show with the Bradford Fringe, or even independently, that was going to probably think, okay, realistically, I'll do that the year after. Um, just a kind of, like a full performance, really, of the book. Um taking them through the sequence um and yeah it was a the book really oh cool obviously like i said at the moment it's a bit up in the air when it's going to happen obviously but you know yourself it will happen at some point won't it so and yeah. is there anything else you've got planned for the future at the moment lockdown permitting <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was just to continue really and um i do want to get to the edinburgh fringe um and what else is it now um the poetry best i forgot the verb poetry festival Yes, um, and that's me as well. So yeah, I've heard of the festival myself. That one's so excellent. So so you've got plenty planned there, haven't you? So and do you'll get a third book out then next year or two then as well? Are you not sure in that yet? Well, there's a certain someone who she's the one who kind of uh, it's uh, someone I hadn't even met, and uh, she lives in Keithley, and she's a really big fan of my quotes that I post on social media, and she's the one who actually kind of motivated me to do the second book because obviously. The podcast I was planning it in January anyway, so that's not any that wasn't really anything sudden or new. Uh, but she was just like, "When are you going to do?" This? She's been asking me for since the first one, um, so that was good. Whereas I was thinking again, I want to be realistic. I don't want to do too much and then find that I'm not giving enough time to one side of things and then just doing too much. Um, but yeah, it's um, in terms of the third one, it's probably going to be again like getting all the old poems together and making them into a sequence. So uh, that won't be new poems it'll be because i've still got loads on on my usb and they're just sat there doing nothing <laughs> that was good listen my philosophy the pieces are good enough you get them out there so yeah. do you find that are you writing quite prolifically then or is it um do you is it do you have spells you write loads is it all um i just kind of sometimes if i've had like an experience or something i'll just get my phone and write the poem like i wrote when i was in holiday in december i wrote one then and um, i think about three four more pieces after that yes yeah, so it's not really planned it's just to get some off my chest and just get the emotion out really yeah, yeah. i know i mean i find it amazing amanda my other half she she only writes her poems on the phone she doesn't try she's not like me because i'm like a, i'm a scribbler on notepads and i've got tons <laughs> of notepads all over the place half scribbles and well it's probably because i'm old-fashioned that way but no, it's great when you're watching that you're doing like type work aren't you then you yeah. get on your laptop but yeah it's that way certainly so no, so I get you. Well, you get spasms, isn't it? So, okay. Yeah. If people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Um, on my website, really, it's got everything on there. So, www.tyraraymond.com. Um, and then it's got all the different pages of the social media platforms and then the podcast, which they can 
subscribe and download on nine different apps. Um, yeah, so the website is the best one. Yeah, it's, got, it's great when you do it, like, because obviously I know you do it on Anchor like I do, and Anchor links up to so many websites, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, I know I've, I found that when I'm going to it myself, like it's, and what you get a surprise of Anchor is sometimes it ends up going onto other websites that you don't know about. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I found one the other day and I thought I'd tell Amanda about that. I said, I didn't even know that website existed. It's worth keeping your eyes on it sometimes. It pops up really sick. Because yeah. I think yeah. I've got, got Spoken Label now on 13 different servers by websites now, would you believe? <laughs> so yeah. Like it, yeah, it just, there it goes. So, what well, Okay, that's all my questions. Should we take a quick break and let you get your poems ready? And then we'll come back back then, too. Is that okay? Yeah, how many poems um, do I need? Because I've got them in front of me. <laughs> oh, four or five? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I know I'm by heart, but obviously I've got my book here as well, just in case I forget, because obviously I've not been performing. So. I know, we're all a bit out of touch in a minute, because I say it's another, we're good. nothing to hide that from myself. Like, you think we've all been locked down for over a month, haven't we, down here, though, pushing a month? Yeah. I'm doing all my stuff on Zoom, and it's it's just a different atmosphere reading poems around yeah. Zoom. There's no audience because you know, we're all like, right, you're happy looking at people in the face, won't you? Doing it's public, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't yeah. let's get this paused, okay? Hang around, everybody. Hi, guys, still here with Tara. So, straight over to you. You've got you can do four or five poems for us. I'm looking forward to hearing these. Over to you, my friend. Okay, um, thank you. So, the first poem is called Mirage, and it's the opening poem of my book, Mirages to Reality. Chasing the mirage like a fool, but it's too cool for my hands to stay away. It's too sweet, almost like a treat, once in a while. But when the sun goes down, there is only darkness, darker than my eyes when they are closed, darker than a secret that is not exposed. I taste the sweetness of the past, except, is it real? Will I fail again to see the reality? I taste the bitterness of the past, how surreal. Am I entering into insanity? Am I naive for taking you to the heights I do? Without closing my eyes, I dream about you. I dream of greenery, reaching the stars. I dream of it coming true. No more broken memories, no more scars. But the lessons I thought I learned have become like the full moon that comes out once or twice and disappears by the end of the night. The mind is like cross pathways, giving way to every thought, yet it collides together like never-ending congestion. There are no empty spaces in between or ends to the road, just continuous rocky hills that never seem to end. And here I am, standing in the waterless desert, right in the middle, without you. Brilliant. Great style, that. Yeah, you can definitely feel that one. There. That's the beginning point there, very collection, that one. So, yeah, good way to start any collection off that straight away. Good stuff. Okay, do you want to jump straight into number two? Yep, um, so the second one that I've chosen for this set is called Escape. I want to escape, sedate, sleep the pain away. I want to numb my feelings so long as I don't feel this way. I want my eyes to close. I want to lose my senses and forget I remembered every single time I thought I was close to home. I want my dreams to take me closer to that place. I want no one to wake me and show me my real fate. I want no one to blame me when I cry and give up. I want no one to make me feel guilty when I lose and cannot stand back up. I don't want their understandings. I want to create my own makings. I don't need their disappointments when I fall again to the bottom. 
I don't want to be reminded of what turned out to be. I just want the time to be reminded so I could see the reality early. Early enough for me to save my emotions. Early enough for me to hold my tears. Early enough for me to avoid false hope as I loosen the ends of my own rope. That I was climbing to a dead end. A sad end that I can't even mend. I want to sleep it away in my deep sleep. I want the night to pass slowly so that when I wake up, some of it is left inside me. Not to feel, but to numb the pain. To save me from going insane. Right, now, yeah, you see what you get. See there straight away, Lassie. Is that one of your earlier pieces of that book, was it? Or was it? It's about midway, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. What I like about that is you, you can see that's as long as like a scene setter based to what you want, where the journey goes from. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three. Yep. So, the third one is called Sit With Me. And this is what I believe um, as humans, when we're going through a tough time, we tend to, we tend to need this to so someone just to listen to us. And it's called Sit With Me. In the silence of the night, all I can do is fail to see beyond my clouded thoughts and it seems so real. So sit with me for a moment, because the future seems pretense and nothing seems to make any sense. Sit with me, because my shadow doesn't disappear with the breaking of dawn. I see it in my visions and it seems to appear in my dreams and I'm torn even under the sunlight. Because the story of my eyes rests not in the day or in the night, so sit with me. As I yearn for my losses, as I lose in the chances of all my tosses, as I flip the coin again, awaiting the end to this toxic game. Sit with me, because I'm living double days and I'm sleeping double nights and this sadness won't allow me to fight. Logic and reason won't help me see the season of the coming summers that you sleep in me. It won't take me to the end of the tunnel. It won't solve my problems. All I want to see is your ears. And I need you to understand my fears. Sit with me. Even if you can see the light, even if everything seems bright and you say my tears are a waste of time, but remember, they are mine. So sit with me in the dark. That's really lovely, that one. It's got a real lyrical feel to that one there, actually. So I think the repetition really adds something to your piece there. So it's a really good piece. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yep. And the fourth one is called Travelling Ice. And this was when... I felt like God was working his miracles and uh, my tests were getting easier, but as long as the ice travelled, and you'll understand what that means in the poem. Cold as blue, bright as the day sky, it's you, but you're not mine. The force between us wanders to its own destination as the unknown to myself. Yet it can move like travelling ice. It can give away water too generously that it can suffocate, lose breath, lose life, breathe pain, lose sight, never see the day and awaken memories from poisonous traits except it's moving, slowly returning my senses for me to taste life again, the real side, not fantasy. Please keep moving, I beg. Do not freeze till you break, as the winters are cold enough. I need the spring, if not earlier. I need the season to change. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, you work well towards the end of that one, certainly. So, do you know, I should have asked you before, actually, do you find it quite easy to memorise your poems? Um, it takes a yeah it, if it's a new one it'll take me about two or three days but I'll have to kind of work at it so I will be continuously if I've got like a I know that right I'm performing on a 15 minute set or a 20 minute set that week I'll go over the set again to make sure that it's in the time frame because I, I hate going over so people will give me slots they know I never go over Um, even though like I've got the set 14 poems as a 30 minute sometimes you get 15 or 20 so then I'll have to tweak it and think okay maybe i can get a poem that's not in the book to give it a bit of a different feel yeah, and yeah, then well, make sure I know it's 
Yeah, yeah, completely. I know what you mean. I can't memorize stuff. I really have memory. Well, in my case, you always see me. I'm always stood there with my fire. You know, I was in the fire with a notebook normally. Just, I know the rhythm. I'm not always the structure of the word. So it's a, so it's, yeah, I get what you mean completely. Right, okay. So we were said you were going to do five originally. Is it you? Do you want to do six? Um, um, I think I've I think I've done four. So done four, yeah. And this one's the last one of the book, so it's kind of like without this, you wouldn't be able to know the sequence. So yeah, we'll call this call this the big conclusion then. Definitely, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> go for it. And it's a positive one as well. So it so poem number five is called Undefined Happiness, and it's the final poem of the book Mirages to Reality. The sun is shining. The summer wind is blowing. I don't call it to myself, but I travel towards its way. Its path is sweet like something I always try to catch like loyalty against deceit. I try to fight along the way it never said no entry or that I was ever barred, and along the centuries the same calling lit a spark. But only those who continue to lit would find its everlasting sweetness. If only I'd ever sat down and enjoyed the true happiness, the oxygen from the trees travels through my lungs, the beautiful sounds of the birds travels through my ears, a language I want to speak so I can taste their serenity too. Now along the journey, along the paths that are now open, along the dreams that are no longer broken, along the words that have finally spoken, along the seeds that are no longer dying, and along the happiness that is alive, it travels inside me, and I finally say yes. Oh, great stuff. Yeah, I can see what you're getting at now. That's a great way, like, it's the acceptance at the end of the journey, isn't it? The shit you realise yeah. not. Yeah, I got a point where you've gone from point A, point Z, but then the book and the acceptance, I say yes, yeah. You finally open your eyes up, aren't you? And realize, no, yeah. yeah, great way of finishing. It's a good way of finishing. Set. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, right, and, I was, and I was sat in my garden when I wrote that poem, and it was a sunny day, so <laughs> worked oh, out well. That sounds great to me. So, well, that's it for the spoken label. Thank you again, Pierre. I really enjoyed it. It was a great session, uplifting and inspiring, which is what you need in this time of situation we're through at the moment. So, hang around. I need a quick word off mic. Yes. This is brilliant. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy. That is Andy again. Signing up. Thank you, guys. See you all soon. Spoken Label. Thanks again for listening to another session of the Spoken Label. Our full archive can be found over on Bandcamp at Spoken Label. That's one word. Spoken Label. Full stop. Bandcamp.com. And there is over 150 sessions there. So I'm sure that if you've enjoyed this session, there'll be something else there you can enjoy as well. Take care. Bye-bye. Spoken later.